All right, it's the Roll Around the Barrel Show, talking to vintage baseball players of every sexual orientation from coast to coast and border to border. What we've got here is a little interview we promised to get to back when we were at the Ohio Cup, and we come through on our promises here on the Roll Around the Barrel Show. So I am your host, the Barrel Roller, Matthew Bernard. I'm joined by my co-host... That's right. Swamp Fox 3 is here. And you know what? You, I, I love how you just tweaked the intro just a little bit for our guest today. That was very nice. Well, I'm a feminist. I, don't, I, think, I think half of the women population would agree with that. How about you, Rudy? You a feminist? Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. We love the women. Uh, I actually uh, go through my life thinking that women are, are much smarter than men. They prove it all the time. So I'm actually, what? Uh, let's bring in our guest from the, oh, should I do my, I don't have uh, enough to go on that. Uh, let's just say from the Ohio Village Lady Diamonds, Vintage Baseball's own Amy Dickerson, fun size. How you doing, Amy? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. Uh, let me ask you this question before we get off topic. Uh, when you're a man who not only thinks women should be equal, but they're actually smarter than men, what do you call those people? Because I'm one of those. Uh, allies? I don't know. <laughs> no. A smart man? I don't, I don't know. know. I just, smart uh, individual. Correct. Yeah. When, when people talk negatively about a woman eventually becoming president, I'm like, have you seen who our presidents have been? Why is everyone so scared of that? Seems people like that's want organization and like love. Yeah. <laughs> that's a woman. Seems like we should go in that direction, except for Hillary Clinton. That's a different discussion for another day. Hey, Amy, how have you been? We haven't talked Great to you. Topic. We haven't talked to you in a month. Yeah, been good. Nothing too exciting to report. What? No, there's I'm had to have been something. Typing. You're back to typing. And so uh, she's, she's been practicing. Practicing. We're in trouble. Oh, that's right. We were going to have the typing contest. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so Amy, truth be told. This is a weakness of my personality. Rudy does not have the same weakness, but uh, I don't listen to our episodes because I can't stand the sound of my own voice. And I what hate I? and I hate that I chuckle a lot. I hate I hate me so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't think I've ever gone back and listened to an episode. So when we come across something like, "Oh yeah, we're supposed to have a typing contest." I won't you know, it takes that for me to remember because I won't listen to me. Uh, uh, <laughs> but everybody listening to this, don't don't do as I say. Like, listen, like you can listen to me, but I can't listen to me. And my wife doesn't listen to me. Uh, that 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 was a heck of a sales pitch. Nice job. Yeah. But I remember the typing contest was supposed to happen. Uh, what are you up to now that you've been practicing? words per what do they calculate that in minutes second right? words per minute yeah, yeah. Oh. so uh with, with, with typos i'm at like 82 
Yeah. Now, what were you before you went back to practicing? Consistently in the seventies. So you didn't get you didn't improve much. I don't think the focus was there. <laughs> Rudy, how many words a minute? Um, I don't. Uh, I'm going to say ten. Ten. <laughs> it depends on the words. If we did like cat, the cat sat on a dog and had a fur coat on. I could probably whip that out in 15 seconds. We've all seen your big man. I mean, so. they're sausages. So. I have a hard time texting. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. I've <laughs> done this thing to Rudy many times where I text the wrong word, and then I just keep texting the wrong word because I think I'm correcting it. And I'm not. I'm just sending them the same wrong word over and over. They're sausages. <sighs> Let's just say that I get a lot of ducks, a lot of ducks. Duck, duck, duck. Duck. Yeah, that's how the whole duck joke started. Hey, uh, Amy, we're going to talk to you about a lot of things because uh, we're going to we're going to spend an hour with you. But uh, one of the things I did see when I looked you up is that you studied at the Ohio Dominican University. Is is that am I saying that ODU. right? ODU. Yeah, ODU. Yeah. Ohio Dominican. Yep. So. It's a small private Catholic college um, in Columbus. Yep. Uh, cat, was it girls only? No, it was not. All right. Well, there but goes... I did have some nuns teachers for professors. Well, there goes that fantasy. Oh, I've already ruined my ruined my feminist status. It's already gone. All girls Catholic no school. What? It's gone. I ruined it. Uh <laughs> What I want to know, though, about this is the Dominican part. What Because you hear Dominican and you're like, oh, Central America. Uh, obviously, that's not it. What, where does the Dominican come from? Okay. So there is the Dominican sisters. They are the Catholics. What's the word? Convent? Nunnery? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's on the, um, the ground there. So that's where the name comes from. Um, I got a, a small story about ODU. Uh, back in the day, uh, I played many, 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 many years ago, played fall baseball uh, when it was called Ohio Dominican College. And the coaches of all of the teams were the players for the, you know, it's like kind of like their way of like being able to scout without scouting. And there were so many Dominican baseball players. And I, at like, you know because you get to talk to them and hang out with them like why ohio and they're like oh we we saw dominican and it was the funniest conversation to have you guys like ohio dominican i was like okay cool that makes sense there you go so i mean our baseball team is really good yeah they're really good yeah uh amy we're gonna probably go over many different things that we talked about while we had you in our presence at the Ohio Cup. Thanks for doing that, by the way. Uh, you have this mm -hmm. smile that lights up the whole room, so I suggest everybody listening to this audio presentation to head on over to our YouTube channel. At some point, this will be uh, uploaded over there. Uh, Rudy just gave me the finger guns, so I think that's his way of saying yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I mean, good thing I'm putting some makeup on. You didn't tell me this was going to be a YouTube thing. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, sorry. 
uh, we didn't tell Kevin Munch either, and he could never get his camera working. <laughs> we had, uh, we're just experimenting. You look you look fine. Uh, you're you're on camera next to us, so seriously, <laughs> no one's going to complain about you. Uh, let's start with going all the way back to the first time that you picked up a stick and hit a ball with it. Okay. So I started playing when I was four years old, played t-ball, um, Capital City Fire. Um, my dad was one of the coaches. So I grew up in Westland Youth Athletic Association um, and then went all the way through high school ball um, and then continued to play rec league after that. So Your dad started... You started having your dad coach you in T-ball. How far did he go with you coaching you? Um, all the way until I um, went to college. And I didn't play ball in college, but um, he was part of my rec league like coaches. So, yeah. Uh, what, is your, I to what, what is your dad's experience with baseball? Um, I think, you know, he played like backyard ball. But that's not it. But it was more so, about um, just coaching his, his daughter. That's really what yeah. it was about. Okay. Yeah. So I alluded this to this in our Ohio Cup um, interview, but I was the um, the son he never had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, until he got a son. So that's a weird thing about me. So I'm one of six. Um, so I started with two sisters growing up and then my dad then adopted three kids after I left the house basically. Wow. So now I have two brothers and a sister as well. So so to cope with you leaving the house, you had to bring in two more people is what I just heard. <laughs> three more people. Three more people. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yes, and two of them were boys. What uh, can you uh what was it like for you to have your dad coach as someone who had their father None of my brothers got the opportunity to have my dad coach them. It was just me. What was that experience like for you? Oh, man. It was like, first off, it was awesome to have my dad be so involved. Um, but I also think that he had really high expectations of me. Like, I, I learned to, to catch a ball because he would put me up against the fence at home and throw really hard at me. And I eventually started catching it. So... Like, that's how I became a good fielder, I guess. Um, but my dad was always proud of me because I was, like, the kid that always had, like, the biggest bat. <laughs> oh, okay. Kind of thing. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just a sport of the thing that my dad and I always connected on. So back in the early t-ball days and maybe a couple of years after that, when boys start up t-ball and everything, what they like to do is they like to build sandcastles at second base and they like to tackle everybody during the games and they don't understand the ball and going after the ball and running. They don't understand to run to first base. They run in all opposite directions and all that stuff. Uh, curious, was that what you were like in t-ball when you started? No, I don't think I was. Like, I have been very, like, athletic even when I was little. So so you wanted to learn. You wanted to play. You wanted to know what in the heck was going on here. There's reasons, mm -hmm. and you need the reasons. And that's why you should be president, Amy. Oh, I need the president <laughs> song right there. Rudy, that would have fit so good. <laughs> that would have been great. I think I've done too many weird things to be president. <laughs> oh, you don't that. think they have uh, everybody else? 
I think if you join politics as a full-time profession, you've already done a weird thing. Uh, (laughs) So, Amy, you play all the way up, and then you get to college. You don't play anything there. And then after that, it's rec. It's softball, right? Once you get into early adulthood, it's softball. Yeah. Are you playing? And then a couple female teams, yeah. Are you playing slow pitch or are you playing uh, fast pitch? Slow pitch, and uh, what positions are you playing mainly in that situation? Uh, short, third, usually. You know, when you're growing up and you got a, a dad who's coaching you and you've started at four years old, you're playing baseball in the neighborhood, right? I mean, you're playing neighborhood games. So no. So I grew up in the country. So um, I, li- I had one neighbor that was a girl and she was younger than me. So No. So the only time you're playing is at practice. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. That's completely different. Uh, and then you get into softball and then how and when, well, do you still play softball? Not really. No, I, um, when I, once I started vintage, I kind of stopped playing rec league. So really um, recently I've had, a couple people ask if I want to play on their rec league, but I kind of feel like I don't even have like a bat that I could use or like they're all wearing masks now. Like don't do it. That. Don't do it. I wonder if Rudy Frias has a question right here. Rudy. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's, it, it, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. Like once you go from softball, cause there's that gap, you have your organized scholastic baseball and then you can't do that anymore. So softball creeps in. And then once you find vintage, you're like, I don't want to go back to softball. Like yeah. I, that makes sense. That's I, I totally, totally get that. Um, are you, uh, <clears throat> were you finding vintage baseball somewhere in there or did you stop playing softball and find vintage baseball? So I, it was somewhere in there. Um, so I realized that I needed like a more well-rounded hobby. <laughs> other than just like you know friday nights at the ball field and people were drinking and like just carrying on that i was not that kind of person so um I was looking for a hobby and totally fell into vintage baseball so there was a little bit of an overlap it, it's got to be a little bit harder for you girls to make that transition from softball to vintage because once you get into vintage you realize there's just not very many of us and men have right. Thir- over 30 teams in, in Ohio to choose from to play. And you guys are at this point. Now, when you started, there was probably a, a handful of girls teams left, right? Yeah. So, but at this point, now you're just looking for going to say uh, a festival or some sort of event and getting that home team area to come up with a woman's team. So you can put on an exhibition of what's going on. It must be a little harder to keep vintage as your hobby when you can't do it as much as you want. I mean, that's true. I think that's part of why I am uh, joined the advisory board for the Muffins and Diamonds, because that's a monthly thing. And, you know, I'm fully participating in muffin events, too. So, um, But overall, we play about you know eight to ten games a season right now, and that includes festival games and club matches. So... I think that's just enough to like satiate me (laughs) right now. And then, you know, as the muffins need players, they always ask too. So 
how many it's not bad. how many and unless this is a secret that is kept unless i'm asking you something that you don't want to say but how many current ohio village lady diamonds are on the roster so there are about 35 people that get our emails last so um, that doesn't mean that everybody is playing right now and there's been some folks that have kind of uh, fallen away due to covid um obviously there's still some fear for that um but I, I still keep in contact with all 35 of them. So so you guys have probably a inner squad game once or twice a year. Is that, is that safe to say? So we just, we just did that at the um, Ohio Cup. So we had our first that I can remember, and a lot of people can't remember ever having one, um, an inter squad match. So, yeah. So we're hoping to do more of that next year. Do you guys ever think about making a second team with a different name, but out of the same, never thought about that. I mean, not yet. I think our goal right now is just to get enough ladies to continue to do these inter-squad matches. And then after that, help us like more establish ladies teams throughout Ohio. Yeah. Let's, well, let's stay on that for a second. And, and Rudy, after I ask this question, I'll give you the next question on this, but uh, do you think, I'm just spitballing here. I mean, I have not even thought about this until the last 15 seconds. Do you think at the the Lady Village or the Village, the Lady Diamonds of the Ohio Village, do you think if they separated into a couple of teams and then you could play a match against each other and market that and advertise it and people would think there's two women teams playing against each other, that might spark a little bit more interest instead of just an inter inter squad game of one team. I don't just spitball. Hmm. It's an interesting concept. I just don't know. Like, you know, we're a volunteer program, and we have to have background checks through the Ohio History Connection and everything. So we really market it as it, it is volunteer. So I don't know that I can say that these nine girls are going to be the ones that are officially on this team and nine on the other team. But I think you know something to consider for the future. So I'm just um, trying to think of I ways think- to spark a little bit more interest in the, in the women uh, clubs mm-hmm. as we can't stop men from making more clubs. Stop dudes. We have enough. <laughs> stop. <laughs> if we could just get the women to feel that way. <laughs> we- right? Yeah. So um, a bit of a clarification. So yeah. it's a misnomer that our name is the Ohio Village Lady Diamonds. So we recently changed that. And by recent, I mean like in the past five years. It's Ohio Village Diamonds now. So we dropped the lady. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's interesting because like, thank you. <clears throat> the coming from a, well, okay. How do I phrase this question without making it sound about me? Um, the, the, the history of the diamonds is vast. Like, I mean, the, the diamonds, uh, for those listeners out there who aren't familiar, uh, the diamonds were formed in the, in the early nineties and they have existed since then. When you joined the club and you got to play, when did it, when did it flip in your head or when did you make the decision that, you know what, I want to do more than just show up and play. I really want to be a part of like the advisory board, be a part of the people who are in discussions and making decisions about the club. When did that happen? Yeah, so I started playing in 2012. Um, And honestly, the Diamonds played maybe three to five games per season. So we were just, you know, 
We were a collective group of women that liked each other and we'd show up every now and then. Um, but in 2019, um, Jackie Forker was our main advisory board point person, and she was the only one. Um, and she decided that she was going to step away because she has a lot of um, commitments to Ohio University and their hockey team. And she's got, you know, a lot going on with that. So she wanted to focus her efforts there. So very emotionally for her, she stepped away and asked for somebody to, you know, take over her role on the advisory board. So at the time, I was huge and pregnant and I, it was something that I wanted to help with. But I knew that that was not something that I could to do full commitment for. Mm -hmm. So luckily, um, at the time, Megan Boggs and I basically were half people. <laughs> so we <laughs> took over her one seat. We shared a vote. Um, and then the next year after I had, you know, popped that baby out and moved on, um, I was able to fully commit. And so Megan and I became two people on the advisory board and had, so her and I are the diamonds representatives now. Awesome. So, um, yeah. I, I, I want to brag about you for a second. Um, we had never really, we'd like, I heard your name and we'd probably sat in on uh, winter seminars and stuff like that and been in the same area at the same time, but never officially uh, uh, introduced each other or met. And it was, I think it might've been the Ohio cup of 2019. And mm -hmm. I was setting up the field barrel roller and at, at when they do this on friday there's the field set up and then there's all these all the helpers and volunteers from the organ uh, the diamonds and muffins organization come out they're picking up trash moving hay bale and as i'm setting up the field i'm like what is strapped to that woman <laughs> and i i because she's a way away from me i'm like what is she care she's carrying a human amy had a baby <laughs> strapped to her and was going around picking up trash. And yeah. I was like, I, I came home and I told my wife, I was like, this was like, I was like, this is impressive. Just because I was like, that's dedication. Because, you know, having little ones that you have to hold, you don't really get to do much except hold the little ones. Mm -hmm. So that uh, I want to brag about the dedication to Vintage and the and the program for you. Yeah, right there. I was still on maternity leave when that happened. That was baller. It was good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Amy, what other facets of volunteering come into your life as a volunteer of the Ohio Village Connection, I believe it's called, Historic Connection? What What is the official name of that? Ohio History Connection. I was so, I was in the ballpark. You were close. <laughs> so you're asking, um, so through the Ohio History Connection, is there other volunteer opportunities? Well, I'm okay. saying that you, you, have, you are an official volunteer. But you also mm -hmm. have a seat yeah. on the advisory board. But what is everything you do besides playing on a baseball field eight times a year? What else are you doing within the volunteering? Um, there are, are things that they ask us to do all the time. Again, it's all a volunteer thing. So if you want to do it, you can. Um, so I've done a couple um, night at the museum. This is where the museum comes alive like the, the movie and we all play a part like we just woke up and we are these vintage baseball players and we walk around and um, we act like like what is that automobile like so that's a lot of fun we have like almost a thousand visitors come to the museum to see that um we i've done tv spots before um oh goodness i have gone into the village and 
just been in the, the bicycle shop and talked about vintage baseball. So really, if you whatever you want to do, <laughs> they're going to let you do it um, because they need volunteers there at the village too. That so. night at that but museum, the night at the museum thing sounds cool. Rudy, have you ever gone to that? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, but but it is it is super it is super cool. And the only reason I can never go is because you know of work. But it mm-hmm. it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm, that's like an yeah. acting thing. Do you have an acting bug, Amy? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's just a natural it's just a natural charisma. You can't really right. do anything about just it. Just like what is so, this automobile? How do I say this? Where do I put my hands? <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> the uh I have a question about um you you mentioned like being on the advisory board and and all of the things that you were doing as far as volunteering your time to mm-hmm. various uh, events for the History Connection and uh, for the program. And Barrel Roller hinted at recruiting people, I mean, like having enough people to get it going. What are you finding to be your most successful recruiting technique? I mean, because any vintage baseball team can benefit from this because the, the goal is to always get more people involved. What are you seeing is that you're getting the most uh, output from? I mean, I'd love to say that it was like our fancy Facebook posts and, you know, flyers and stuff, but it really isn't. Um, It's really word of mouth from the people that you already have invested. Um, So a lot of our women that um, are on my team, they have men that are playing or they have family members. So I think that's where your wealth of people are because nobody's going to stumble upon us and be like what is this weird niche that we do um well if you already have an in it's a lot easier to convince somebody to at least get on the field so um outside of that it's just right now we're just trying to get out there and be seen right people don't know what you're doing if you don't go out and do it so um you know we're trying to to get anywhere around the state of ohio and and play the game whether it's with men or you know festival teams um, and we do, um, at each festival game, I gather up the festival team and I talk about who we are and we'd love to have them at any time join us. So we like literally bring a sign up sheet with us. So, awesome. yeah, so that's pretty much our, our two basic ways to get people. Amy, let, let me run across my idea, my idea for a recruit recruiting tool that I can no longer use cause I'm not part of a team or anything like that. Okay. My idea is you just get a bunch of guys and some girls and you dress up in uniforms and you just go down to the softball fields on the biggest night of the week and you just walk through as a team and you just start insulting people, not name-calling. You start talking trash about the way they're playing and how they're playing and the rules that they're playing by and all of that, and then you you challenge them to play you after they're done and then you play a little bit of a game, and then boom, you've gotten two or three people. What do you think about this idea? I think that's pretty ballsy. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's always the balance too, right? Of we're playing a gentlemanly or ladylike game versus coming across and talking trash. So, but the trash isn't about- negative. It's what it's is that true. thing on your hand? What are you doing? <laughs> You know, things like that. It's just talking smack about the way they're playing. 
not about that. You know what? Personally. I might take them back to the advisory board and just get their thoughts on that. So. I'm glad I don't have an advisory board because yeah, I was about to say, don't lead with, don't lead with. This was an idea that was mentioned on the roller out the barrel. Oh don't yeah, 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 no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. All advisory boards hate us. All of them, <laughs> even ones that have nothing oh. to do with baseball. We're just the worst. Amy, I want you to think back to all of your vintage baseball matches that you've played in, probably a hundred or so. What was your best moment? One of your best moments. Personal. It's time to flex. When did you make a play or get a hit that was a memorable moment? Can I can I just add a little a little bit to this? I just want to add something on the tail end of this. That question. But yeah. I also want to hear that one time that you were playing in a mixed club match and one of the guys was like you know what i'm gonna hit it to amy you know they're like oh i'm and then you just like snapped them off or something if if there's a story like that i'd love to hear it oh man um i would say recently i think this was not in a men's game though so i guess my initial question from that was i was in a game and for some reason i I just thought, I'm not going to get this ball that's coming at me really fast. So I stuck my foot out to get it. Like, I don't, I don't know why I did that, but I did. And I happened to pick it up. And then I caught it with my other hand and threw it for an out. So I felt like it was like one of those moments, you know. <laughs> so that happened. Um, see, honestly, like the diamonds are in it for the fun. So, you know, I think that's where we really differ, where I think you could ask any guy this question and they would be like, this time, this place is against this person. Whereas, like, I just go out and I have fun. So if I get a chance to, I want to say, make a guy look bad, I mean, that's just extra. So it's happened, but I don't know that I can say, like, no, it was against Ian Frios when I caught his ball. No, I don't have No, it. it was. Is that what you just said? I think we just broke that story on the roller out the barrel show. <laughs> Ian Frios tried to hit a line drive at Amy Dickerson, and she oh. snatched it with one hand like it was nothing. That's what I heard. It was like, I'm going to crush ball to fun-sized girl. And it didn't oh, work out. Honestly, you scared me. So. <laughs> No. I mean, I was just transported right now. I thought Ian was in the room with <laughs> I, was was I mean, I was just using a voice of what now he doesn't sound anything like that, obviously. He's just yeah. got a normal yeah, voice. He's but murder me, but, but he's... if you don't talk <laughs> right, to him if you don't talk to him and you look, it's like I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> Stay away. Uh, <laughs> we love Ian Frio's stories on here. Rudy yeah rudy give an ian yeah. frias story uh uh ian frias um <laughs> was one of the many freest men to don the the dress to uh help play a match with the uh lady diamonds it was in addison pennsylvania uh with uh the teams there when they had like three or four teams and the diamonds played and uh yeah it was like the other team didn't have enough people. So, yeah, Ian put on the dress. I oh, think there's many pictures of it. I have not seen any yeah. of these pictures. I need some of these pictures. Amy, is baseball or softball, ball stick sports your favorite sport? 
Yeah. So what yeah, is second? What's second? No. Um, is it football? I mean, I like football. I like watching football, but is that something like? I don't do think. Do you like taking risks while you watch football? Because uh, wasn't there a picture of you in a Steelers jersey at a Bengals game? What was this? What was this? So I went to the Steelers uh, Bengals game recently. My neighbors are Bengals fans. My husband and I are Steelers fans. And I'll just tell you, like, I'm more of a Steelers fan because he's a Steelers fan. But because he said girls look hot in Steelers jerseys. So I had to do it. Um, but yeah, so I went so, to the game. It was a crazy game. You, uh, I'm going to say that you're just like my wife, that you don't like football, but you do like, but you do like going to things in person. You do Mm -hmm. like the atmosphere. You like the tailgate. You like the crowd electricity during the games and you like all that. But you know, as far as football goes, it's whatever. Uh, (laughs) that's eh. okay. Uh, do you go to any Ohio state games? I just went to the game this past weekend. So yeah. that's a crazy, that's a much crazier atmosphere than, say, a professional game, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty mild, you know, Saturday, but it can be kind of crazy. It, it's crazy when they're not playing a team like Ruck, let's just say. Well, yes. yeah. There was a, wasn't there a fight on the field between the coaches or an argument or something? Did you see that when oh, that yeah. happened? Yeah. Well, they're both jerk that's, holes. That's what happens. So, so you enjoy going to uh, live sporting events and such. Um, I uh, wait. Up, I'm going to make us all both look bad. The amount of research that I did uh, <laughs> was: it looks like you enjoy camping. <laughs> yeah. So you enjoy camping. <laughs> as as an individual myself who has um, just recently over the past five years gotten to experience the joy of camping with a child mm-hmm. um what is the one item that you have to have with you when you are camping now oh man this is tough because i have i have two kids so yeah. you know and i'm packing for them um no for you this item's for you me uh probably just like a hoodie like i i get cold so easily i don't know so do you prefer, what season do you prefer to camp in? I prefer like now. Yeah. yeah. Where it's a little bit colder and you know have some benefit of it being around the fire. Yeah. On October 22nd, I'm going to the upper part of Michigan to traverse into the middle of the woods to interview Wesley Redstick Perry. Uh, he's, nice. he's, a, he's huge into nature. Uh, and he told me to bring a shovel. I don't know what any of that means, but we're going into the body. We are, I don't know. Uh, he's a bag of lime. Just, and I'm like, whatever, make, you know, he, made con- into a episode. <laughs> he, he said, I'll do this interview, but you got to bring a few things. And I was like, all right, whatever. And, uh, Barrel roller, that's called exhibit a in a court of law. Well, I got to get the words. Just make sure you turn on the find my phone feature. Okay. So we are actually, and the truth is, is we are going to walk for about a half an hour into the woods and then sit down and and record. And all you're going to hear is nature in the background. And, uh, and then he'll be coming back out of the woods. 
but I'll have gotten what I wanted. <laughs> it, it, let me tell you something. Having this, I uh, recently uh, was camping in Hocking Hills and just being around where you don't hear the ambient sound of traffic or cars or like a highway or something. Yeah. It, at first, as a city individual who grew up in the city and for many years thought camping was going to stay in a cabin in the woods, mm-hmm. uh, it's a little unnerving, but then it, it brings you this, this calmness and this serenity. So drink it in, Barrel Roller. You're going to love it. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, Amy, uh, you've got two kids. What are their ages? I've got a seven-year-old named Corbin and a three-year-old named Emma. So have you integrated anything into their, say, entertainment lives that was part of your childhood when you were a kid that you thought – I loved this so much. Maybe they will too. Yeah, it was T-ball and it was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, the the one thing that you just love and you just want your kid to just love it too, right? And so he got the uniform on and he got his little gloves and he cried the whole time. And I had to, like, he wouldn't even go out on the field. So I was like, Way to crush my dreams, Corbin. Oh, no. We haven't tried it again yet. <laughs> Have you, were you a part of the coaching staff or were you just a parent? I was just a parent. I know. But I, yeah. We didn't leave the field. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, I, I found, because we just finished T ball. This, this summer was our first. And uh, uh, update, Barrel Roller, Javi just dropped on me uh, two days ago. Dad, I really miss T ball. And my heart grew 10 times like the Grinch. And it, I mean, like you said, barrel roller there, there, T-ball, you don't coach. You kind of just direct, you just kind of try to direct the chaos. And so don't, don't give up on your dream, Amy. It will happen. Yeah. As they get older, they'll be a little more attentive. Uh, I hope I would assume what, what hobbies do you have with your husband? What do you guys do together? Besides camping. Oh, I mean, there's camping. Um, other than that, like we, I just love trying out like new restaurants and, you know, Columbus is full of just like fun, trendy restaurants downtown or in the short North. So we just like doing that. And we, so did a, you, yeah, we went to a concert, you know. Oh, what was, uh, what was the last concert you went to? Um, the head and the heart. No way. With, I actually have my t-shirt on right now. Oh, what? Yeah. I've never heard of this. Oh, it's come like on. an indie <laughs> folk group. Is this like a local yeah. thing? It's so fun. No. 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 Oh, um, Seattle. Rivers it. and Roads. Look up that song. Yeah. I'm Googling these, these people right I, here. I saw the head and the heart. At, my wife was uh, violently pregnant. And uh, with Javi, and we went to the palace to see the head and the heart. And the palace is beautiful. Absolutely Mm -hmm. no seat. Like the seating was uncomfortable. And like everybody stood. I felt so bad for her, but it was, it was a great show. It was a fun show. But that's, that's awesome. Where did you, uh, while, while Barrel Roller uh, learns and expands his musical horizons, (laughs) um, where did you meet your husband? Sam's Club. (laughs) Okay. That's. You did, was he on sale? Was it Were you, the fall food area? You know, uh, we both worked there. I worked there through college, and 
I was a manager. He was like a dog boy. And he thought it was hilarious to like, when I needed something, I would call back, you know, on the walkie talkies. And he would always say, yes, sir. Like to me. And I was like, you are a jerk, but he's kind of cute. So we started dating. <laughs> you, you're one of those girls that like guys who's jerks. Is that what's going on? <laughs> I mean, I like funny guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, first date. Where'd you go? BW3. Yeah. I spilled pop all over him. And he now to this day makes a joke that I was trying to get his pants off, but that wasn't true. It was an accident. Is this too much? <laughs> no, I, I made a comment about an all girls Catholic school at the beginning of the show. I, don't, I think yeah. you're safe to believe, go wherever yeah, you want to go. <laughs> I didn't even talk about how they out of all had matching uniforms in my head. Oh goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did, did you figure out the head and the heart? Uh, I'm looking at their tour schedule right here. Uh, they're okay. in uh, Madison, Wisconsin tomorrow with a special guest. Shaky Graves. Shaky Graves. Never, Shaky Graves. Never, yeah, he was at our I've never House heard. haunted. That's my jam. Shaky. Well, I'm gonna be complete. I'm gonna be completely honest. I only know these bands because of my wife. That's it. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, also being joined in Nashville, Tennessee, by Chrome Pony. Have you heard of them, Amy? I have not. I'm going to ask no. you to open up your heart to Chrome Pony. And uh, the next time <laughs> okay. that we get we get to talk to you uh, next year at the Ohio Cup or whatever, we're going to we're going to talk Chrome Pony. And uh, God. but I, I, I noticed <laughs> at the the store of the head and the heart website that they have this fantastic looking satin 80s jacket. So I'm already in love <laughs> and I will. Yeah. uh Look them up on Spotify tomorrow while I'm working and see what see what uh, tantalizes me from their selection. I hope that I'm a fan of their entire catalog. There we go. <laughs> Amy, I'm going to say it's going to take a couple of listens, Barrel Roll. Yeah. We'll you don't know what I listen to. You have no idea what I listen I've to. I've got a pretty good idea. No, you I'm are judging me. Roll. No, it used to be. I think I held on to the '80s for about thirty years, but <laughs> but then about ten yeah. years ago, I kind of let them go. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't like I've appreciated. So like the '80s songs, Amy. What's your favorite '80s band? Uh, does Kiss count? Yeah. Yeah. Sticks. It'll count. Kiss. 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 Oh my God. Kiss is horrible. I love them. Uh, see, that's the thing is these 80 bands are horrible and you love them. Bite and your you tongue. have no choice. No, Kiss is terrible. And I listen to them all the time. Bite your tongue. I can't help it. Bite it. If you, if you look up the lyrics of the Kiss songs, they are mm -hmm. bad. But, oh no. But they're like, I can't help it. They're they're fun music to listen to. Oh my god! Best concert. <laughs> one of the best concerts I ever went to was the Kiss farewell tour. Now this was like fifteen years ago, and they're still going. Ninety five. I don't know. Yeah, it. it was Kiss. I was there. <laughs> it was Kiss and Poison opened for them, and and I went to this concert, and Gene Simmons 
uh, flew up on this big thing, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, they're still doing this stuff. But it's a good time. Yeah, Kiss. It's called Showmanship. Yeah. I saw Kiss on their Psycho Circus tour, I think, in 98 or 99. They were doing the same thing. It was magical. Yeah, magical. Amy, you're too young to understand the pain and the hurt of when Kiss took off their makeup. You weren't old enough when that happened, and that was painful. And then they put the makeup back on. Thank God. It was like Coke I mean, doing Coke. new Coke. I mean, I mean you, you know they took the makeup makeup off in the 80s, right? Like, like lick it up. That was them taking the makeup yeah, off. Yeah, I know. They took the makeup off. Then they put it back on almost immediately. We were both alive for that. I mean, God gave rock and roll to you. No makeup. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Uh, a- Amy, what is, <laughs> Amy, what is the one artist or musical act you have to see? Have to see. Hmm. I don't know. Tough. I can tell you that I, who I could see over and over again. Who? The, um, the Avett Brothers. Oh, yeah. My son is named after the Avett Brothers. Nice. So probably another group. Matt, that you need to look up. Uh, no. Uh, 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 judgy people. <laughs> table for two. Judgy people. I've heard of them. I okay. have listened to some of their music. Thank you for trying to make me feel old and out of touch, but you were mistaken. I mean, you pictured me in a Catholic school girl outfit, I'm sure. I pictured the entire school in a Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) Correction. So, Amy, you got these two young kids. You guys go camping. Obviously, you're spending some nights watching some streaming devices and TV with your husband. Is this not right? I mean, kind of. I mean, I have little kids, so TV is kind of, you know, whatever they want to watch. But they go to bed. And then you guys don't. And then I go to bed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that sounds right. Is there is there one show uh, that you and your husband watch together? No. You you don't I have that? I know this is a really crappy answer, but, like, I'm really bad about, like, binge watching stuff and stay up till 2 in the morning. So we can't watch shows together. We just can't. Oh, because you have di- so different tastes? No, it's just that he wants to go to sleep, yeah. and I just keep watching. <laughs> you have no impulse control, so you're going to binge watch an entire season. Oh, right. That's I'm the what girl that's like, are you still watching this? Yes, Netflix, I am. So, uh, okay, because my wife and I, we do watch a bit of Netflix-ish shows together, but then we'll come across shows where I'm like, you can go ahead on that one on your own. I'll catch up at my leisure. And uh, she does yeah. the same thing with me. So what was the last show that you binged or one of the last shows? Um, where's that? It's like love at first sight or something like that. It's something super girly. That... It is the, is that the Netflix show where there's like a wall in between people? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so stupid, but yeah, I watched that. We just lost Barrel Roy. <laughs> <laughs> is this, this is like what you get when you interview a female? Is this a rom com? Is this uh, no? It's like a reality show. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. yeah, no, I'm out on reality shows except Survivor. You know, uh, yeah. oh. it, <laughs> you, know you have a seven and three. I have five and two. Yeah. Uh, what cartoon are you trying to gear them towards? A cartoon because, like, I found that my 
my sweet spot was playing cartoons that I liked, and then hopefully that seed would plant. So, like, what cartoons are currently on rotation? Oh, man. So, my kids are huge fans of, like, YouTube. So. What's that guy named Blippy? Boopy? That guy? Yeah. My daughter likes Blippy. Um, Ryan's Mystery Playdate? Do you do that? No. Okay, good. Stay away. Um, yeah, so, I mean, my daughter's into, like, princess stuff right now, so anything princess, Elsa. Um, okay. Have you ever played yeah. Pretty Little Princess with your daughter? I don't think so. Have you ever heard of this game? All right, so no. this is a board, this is a game game, not a, not a video game. This is a game you okay. have to go to the toy store or Amazon and get. It's called Pretty Little Princess. I, uh, I am telling both of you to get this game because you spin a wheel and when you land on a portion uh, it comes with princess uh, earrings and necklaces and crowns oh. and stuff like this, you spin the wheel and when it lands on one, you get to put it on. And the first one to get all of the accessories on is the pretty little princess. And I am a champion at this game, by the way, I have been pretty I mean, little princess so many times. I found this game when, well, my daughter's currently 28 years old, but when she was a child, I, uh, yep, there it is. We would play all the time. I cheated all the time. And, and then my, my stepdaughter, Amelia, who is now 16 when she was young, uh, we played it all the time. I also cheated really bad with her because I want to be the pretty little princess. And I was, but it's a fun, it's a fun game that the kids love uh even when they lose and especially when they get used to losing yeah. uh so you brought the name amelia that's something that i used to, i used to tell people that my name was amelia and it was just amy for short and i think that there's still people out there that believe that but it's not true was it because you didn't like amy or you just loved amelia i, just, I feel like my name is so basic and there was like <laughs> A ton of them, like when I went through school, and so I just wanted to jazz it up a bit. <laughs> so my wife's name is Amy, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she—I fe- like, wonder if she AMY, feels the same like, way. Yeah, she just Amy. Maybe you should have just changed it to like A I M E E or something to just change it. Right, I, I, I know. know. What were my parents thinking? <laughs> but Amy's not short for anything. And you kind of get the no. short short end of the stick on that that thing. It's right. just there it is. But like Rudy's yep. Rudy short for Rodolfo, right? Who told you? I mean, that's what it's short for. Yeah, no, that's exactly it's the short. I can't. I I got to stick with Rudy because there was a period of time in college I had a professor that said you need to go by uh-huh. your real your name Rodolfo. He's like it's going to help with casting. And I was like, okay. And I did that. And everybody thought I spoke Spanish and everybody would speak Spanish to me. And I had to be like, oh, I don't speak Spanish. I'm sorry. So Rudy's, Rudy's okay for me. Yeah. So, Amy, what's um, something that you want to accomplish in your life in the next five years? Told you. Deep, man. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, this is silly, but it's kind of baseball related. Well, it's totally baseball related. So there's this big, fat award that is for big Don Anderson, big bat, that we just started. 
and the bat is huge that you get for this award, right? And it's like half my size. And so like, that's what I want. I just want that big old bat and I want to actually swing it on the field. I know that's so weird. It's not a great like answer to your question, but it's fun. So. I mean, <laughs> it's a fine answer. There's nothing wrong with your answers to any of this it's not stuff. It's like super aspirational, like being well, president. But. Yeah. I'm, so, I mean, we kind of tiptoed around it and I'm going to, so uh, someone that we've made multiple jokes about short and height and fun size. How did the nickname fun size come along? Is this, was this given to you or we, did you declare it? Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't make any jokes about anybody's height. We, what do you no. got? A, do you got a French mouse well, in your pocket? We didn't so, do that. Hey, folks, go back and, <laughs> and get to the point where Barrel Roller mentioned short. Uh, in, in reference to Amy. Nah. It's okay. Keep going. No, no. I mean, I'm only 5'2", so let's start no. there. Okay. Um, so we were at a game, and, you know, this is my early years, and at the point, I think I was one of the fastest diamonds I have now, you know, since aged, and there's younger people. Um, but so, yeah, since I was, I'm smaller in stature, that's the nickname they came up with. And at the same time, my husband also got a nickname. He's not a player at all, just total spectator so they call him mr good bar (laughs) (laughs) i don't know so there's not like a great story it's just like hey she's fun she's small let's call her that so fair enough (laughs) do you pass out fun size candy bars at halloween Uh, no i go for the big good stuff come on now they they don't season yeah. No, go ahead, Bear Roll. They don't make special dark in the in the big size. You have to get the fun size to get the special dark. I mean, yeah. you're you're missing it totally. Okay. And crackle. You're not getting crackle in a full size bar. You gotta get yeah. the fun size. You gotta go to like like a like an old timey <laughs> pharmacy to get a, a crackle bar. I mean, so with Halloween uh right around the corner. Yeah. What what are we what are we thinking for a costume? We doing a family costume? Kids doing something? What are you thinking? So yeah, family costume. Um, so usually my husband will take one of the kids and I take the other, and we compliment them. Like last year, I was a sensei and my son was a ninja. Um, and so this year, it's kind of twofold. My daughter Emma wants to be a witch, so I'm going to be a witch too. But then my two older my two sisters. Audra and Ashley, they want to go as the Sanderson sisters. So I get to be the weird one, Mary. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Nice. If you can go back yeah. in time to Amy when she first is hitting the Dominican University, the Ohio Dominican University, and you, just, yeah. you say, Amy, you're going to have a good life. You don't really want to change anything that's going to happen in the future, but you should probably try a little bit harder at this. What is that thing? I probably would have, this is not the answer you're looking for, but I probably would have partied more. (laughs) You would have partied more? Yes. And then? I mean, I would have. Go ahead. I mean, I I was the good kid. Like, I graduated with honors. I have a, a, a dual degree from college. Like, I did all the right things. Like, and I I did go out and I had fun, but I just, you know, I was pretty conservative. 
And then, so on the flip side of that, and then you would say, but you need to not do this so much. What's, (laughs) what's that thing? (laughs) Oh, so many answers are crossing through my head right now. Um, um, Fighting. I know that's a weird answer. So I, I'm kind of scrappy. Like, um, nope, here we are. Fun. We're here. We're here. Grade here school. Grade school. Amy's getting into a bunch of fisticuffs. Tell me about your biggest fight in grade school. There had, obviously, this is where we're at, Amy. You got to tell us there's a fight story. <laughs> so I don't, it, it's not really grade school. So, so it was more like, college years whoa all right here we are so (laughs) vests and and skirts and white shirts were flying everywhere at the cow at the catholic college they weren't wearing (laughs) uniforms and here we go and here we go amy got into a fight what was the fight okay so the most Oh, I have two. Oh, do you want to hear the gang fight? Both of them. Or do you want to hear Bart Simpson? Both of them. All of it. Give it all of us. We want all of it. Okay. So there's this place called the Galloway Tavern. Um, So I grew up in Galloway, Ohio. um, In Hall in the Wall, wonderful place that has carpet on the floor um, at a bar. (laughs) That kind of feel. That's not good. Um, And so the place was kind of being taken over by this biker gang that they were just guys with cuts and everything that would come in and they just thought they were hot crap, right? So at one point, it was a very busy night and one of the biker guys um, saw my sister's boyfriend at the time and he was a very like good looking individual and they just didn't like him. Mm -hmm. So he got punched in the face. And it, yeah, and it felt like time stopped because I took my drink an amaro sour and I ran over there and I just threw my drink in the guy's face. So then my my friend, who's a lot bigger than me, she picked me up and was like, You can't do this and like like hauled me away, basically. So then the boys went outside scuffling and so I went out to join in the biker gang fight with my sister's boyfriend and on the way out, so I'm I'm ready, I'm running, I tripped. Don't face first, and then I got up, and then I jumped on the biker guy's back and started punching his head. It's a moment I'm not proud of, but it happened. Um, so yeah, we that was one. Uh, the other one <laughs> was it was a Halloween, and I was dressed as Homer Simpson. Oh my God! Let me get my now husband was dressed as Marge, oh. and this girl kept hitting on my cousin so you can see a trend here like I'm very protective of my friends and family so um and the girl was really drunk and so she kind of got up in my face and I punched her really bad and she kind of went down and so like then I was like oh freaking out because I you know gotta leave this party uh because I don't want the cops to come so then I'm like kicking off my costume and jumping into the car so I'm pretty sure the last thing the girl remembers was getting punched by Homer Simpson before she passed out she's okay that is the that is the exact reason I never (laughs) once dressed up for Halloween in college I went to OU and I never once dressed up ever because I was like I don't want to be somewhere and then the, the stuff hits the fan and then I'm 
dressed as Zorro. I don't know. I don't want to be like I don't I don't want that. But good on you. I don't know if it's good or not, but it happens. So I love it. We we should we should though, in the interest of time, I did put in the chat a test your typing skills link, and it gives you sixty seconds, and it 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 says words per minute, characters per minute, and then accuracy. Um, barrel roller, <laughs> you you can sit this one out if you want. <laughs> I'll just sit it out. I okay. mean, yeah. You just want to like go ahead and see what we both get. Yeah, let's see what we both get. I'm gonna share my screen and see if I. uh, There we go. This is gonna be real bad for me. And uh, the good news is, barrel roller. See here, you get a whole. You get to say. They give you what you get a script to type. You just have to type. Yep, I see that. Okay. Whenever Amy's ready, we'll start. Okay, I'm ready. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, well, why don't you count us down, Barrel Roller? That's a three, two, one, go! Oh God, I hit, I forgot space. <laughs> Keep going. Give it your best. You, <laughs> I'm already done. <laughs> you are terrible. The problem is, is I'm not looking at the keys. <laughs> <laughs> So you are uh, coming up on the 32nd mark. You've done 11 what? words. Your <laughs> accuracy is not terrible. It's at 82% and getting better. Uh, it's I can't... not getting better. Nope, it's not. It went down. Uh, <laughs> I can't see Amy's, obviously, so she'll have to scare, uh, share her stats when she's done. You're down to 71% oh accuracy. I feel like I could do better than this. I really feel the like problem... I could do better than this. The pro- okay, you know what? In my defense, it's it's just really humid in this room, and I, did, I, I had a late lunch. See, my fingers have a low center of gravity. <laughs> okay, for the listeners out there, we are done. I am a turtle. Well, you type with the speed of uh, 29 words per minute. Your accuracy was 78%. It could be better. Uh, okay. You want me to share my screen? Now? Absolutely. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Here we go. Okay, there we are. There you go. Here it comes. Shut up. You're an octopus. Ninety-three percent. I I was kind of thinking to be better than that. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening to you guys now. This is this is the passive aggressive trash talk that Barrow wants you to take to like the softball field. Huh, I would hit that better. Nice. Yeah. Why are oh. you overrunning first base? What are you doing? I'm just talking about <laughs> making fun of the rules. I'm not talking to a trash. I think everyone's misunderstanding what I'm going for on that, but that's okay. Uh, Amy, as uh, as we expected, and as we already knew from from past experiences with you, you are a delight. Uh, a, a true pleasure to talk to. Thank you for being on the show. And before we let you go, I'm going to do something because you've probably, you've never listened to an episode of this show. Admit it. I have. Your episode. Have you? What was an episode that wasn't the one with you on it that you've listened to? Well, you inter- interviewed Aaron Seddon and Jennifer Bell, so I listened to that one. Okay. 
Did did we do to <laughs> Rudy? Did we talk to Jennifer Bell? You did. I did. Okay, I, did. I, don't, I don't remember. All right. Okay. Is that uh, wrong? <laughs> I I talked to Megan Boggs. Did you hear that one? Probably parts of it. I think that was that was Ohio Cup 2021 version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and Ryan, this is one with Ryan. Ryan yeah. was like one of my first interviews ever three years ago or four years ago, or I don't know. I lost track of time. Uh, but yeah. I'm going to give you the old pepper. And what that is, is I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions with quick answers. And we're just going to roam through some of these. They're very, uh, you, you'll get, you'll understand. Okay. Amy Dickerson, what is your favorite pie? Uh, apple. What is the last movie you saw in the theater? Sonic. Name something you are afraid of. The dark? Do you believe in aliens? Possibly. Is an amaretto sour your favorite alcoholic drink? If I'm trying to slow drink, yes. <laughs> what? Where is the best breakfast in Columbus, Ohio? Not a breakfast fan, so I'd have to go with Jolly Pirate Donuts. What is your favorite soup? Tomato. What was your first car? Dodge Shadow. Have you ever milked an animal? <laughs> she lived in the country, Rudy. Have you ever have you ever milked an animal? You've not milked a goat or a cow? No. Have you ever milked an almond? All right. No. Put on my bucket list. You have men you have said in this in this interview that you dressed up as Homer Simpson. Give us your best Homer Simpson impersonation. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Come on, you were saying stuff all night that night. You know that you were. What were the Homer Simpson things you were saying? I think you just walk around and belch a lot, right? Like this place to do. Was your husband talking like Marge? No. Oh, you guys, you've ruined it. Uh, Amy, what is your second favorite color? Blue. Who is the most famous person you've ever met? Do you guys count? It'd be unfortunate, but yes. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, we'll go with Rudy Frias. He does have an IMDb page. Uh, <laughs> I, what was the first concert you ever went to? Alan Jackson. Give me your Mount Rushmore of your favorite Ohio Village Muffin Players of all time. Ooh. In no particular order. Right. <laughs> Chip. He's one of my faves. Good one. Um, Aaron Sutton. Also, he Good showed one. me. He was like my ambassador to the program. He was like so nice to me. Um, how many more more heads do I need? <laughs> <laughs> two, okay. two more heads like kiss two more i feel like i'm gonna leave somebody out um let's see you are gonna leave somebody out. 
That's the, oh, okay. I am going to leave somebody out. Um, you, well, this one's a freebie. You have a healthy mix of like, re, like veterans and, mm-hmm. and, and, and this generation of uh, muffin players. So you, this one, you can choose whoever. I think I'm going to go with Josh Good. He's amazing. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. What was your first really What was your first job? I was a bagger at Myers. Just just the bagger? You weren't the uh you weren't scanning and any of that. I mean, every now and then I was a car girl, you know. <laughs> can you name Can you name something that you're terrible at but you refuse to not do? Like you know you're not good at I something. Refuse to not do. You know you're not good at something, but you still do it. No? Is he cutting out or is it me? Oh, you did uh, freeze. He's cutting <laughs> out. You repeat that, Barrel Roller. We lost him. Uh, the question oh, is, frozen. is there something? So what's the what? Yeah, I'll, I'll follow up. Yeah, go what, ahead. What? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. The question was, is there something in your life even something tedious and small, something you're not good at, but you continuously do it anyway. You guys lost me. So what's one thing you're not good at, Amy? Okay. Um, mowing the lawn. There you Apparently, go. Last time I did it, I mowed half my neighbor's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds like you're really great at it. <laughs> Uh, well, that's going to do it, Amy. Thank you so much uh, for being on the show. Like I said earlier, you're a delight. It's it's uh, it's really easy for Rudy and I to come on here and, and interview people we enjoy talking to, and and mm-hmm. we get lucky. We get lucky a lot. We we run across people that we just can't wait to see in person again, and uh, and you're one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rudy, your thoughts? No, I, I, it's uh, so great for you to join us. I really can't stress enough anybody listening out there, uh, reach out to Amy uh, through social medias. If you're, if you're in the Columbus area and you're like, ooh, I want to be a diamond, talk to me about uh, women in vintage baseball. Uh, because, I mean, we need, we need to keep that spark going. And, and I'm really excited that you're uh, one of the people carrying the torch, Amy. So thank you so much. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you asking me to join. It's been interesting. <laughs> well, as long as it's been interesting, that's how we're going for. Are we going to get sued? Just is there a letter you know, coming? You never asked me what I do for a living, which is super funny. Well, go ahead. Hey, we're still recording. Amy Dickerson. I'm in human resources for the Ohio State University. You yeah. do what was that part? I didn't hear it. I'm in human resources. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no are you like human resources for employees of ohio state university like the entire university so the part that i normally do is disability services so when people get uh, injured they come talk to me but you're in the office with all the other departments right oh that place mm-hmm. is just busy yeah that place is oh. like and so much training on diversity and inclusion and yeah. speaking. So, <laughs> do you think? Do you think uh, people have learned anything yet, or do you think? Uh, 
they will never learn. And I'm talking about human resources uh, violations. You know, it's a slow change, but I think we'll get there. So I think, you know, it's not PC, but as the older generation comes out, you've got a lot of millennials coming in that have a lot of open thoughts about things. So. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Okay. I see where you're going with this. Spoken <laughs> like a true human resource. No. Nope, yeah. I, I, I see exactly what she's saying. She's saying that the older generation um, <laughs> are violators and the younger generation has focused on being the opposite of the violators. And by the time <sighs> the younger generation becomes the older gener- generation, they'll be violating <laughs> in completely different ways than get, than happens right now. Potentially, yeah. Job security. Uh, there you go. We've violated a couple of human resources things tonight, and it's a good thing that yeah. we don't have human resources. So I, you got a, a mouse in your pocket? What's this we thing? I think you did. Maybe. No. Okay. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> uh, okay, Amy, stay stay on the line okay. so we can say goodbye to you like gentlemen would as okay. we thank everybody out there for listening to another episode. Uh, we got nine more interviews left for the end of season three. We got, uh, unfortunately our play by play season's done. Vintage baseball is done for us. Uh, but we, we are going to be experimenting with movie watch alongs, uh, this off season. So while it's holiday time, you can watch along to, Rudy and I and some guests blab on about some baseball movie, blah, blah, blah. It'll be fun. Or it won't be. I mean, you guys really, I mean, let's face it, you guys just listen to the interviews. All the other nonsense we try on this show, nobody cares about. But the play-by-play actually caught on at the end of the year, so we'll see. Uh, I was at Deranged Haunt in Romulus, Michigan, uh, just the other night at at a haunt, a vintage baseball podcast at a haunt. How do you think that went, everybody? You're right. All right. And we'll, uh, so we'll see in the future. Uh, for Amy Dickerson and Rudy Frias, I'm the barrel roller. Uh, Rudy, slap the line on him, would you? That's right, people. We're saying keep it station to station, and we'll see you out in the field. Nah, I'm tired of that. Say something new. Okay. For the barrel roller, <laughs> we just want to say, we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Our hearts will go on. <laughs> oh, goodbye, everybody.